This call is being recorded. Hey, everybody. <laughs> no, hang on. You missed fire. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good, good. I think everybody wants an update on your fight against the COVID. Uh, COVID 160, Luke 2. Oh. Well, you're on the you're on the scoreboard. Well, the good news was I I had Luke plus 158 and a half, so I'm winning. Um, <laughs> I'm winning the bet, but uh, I got a long way to go. Yeah, it's it's. I drove from um, Birmingham to Lake City today, and it, it's worn me out, Jimmy. I am so freaking tired right now. I mean, I could go to bed. So if I if I doze off, it's not because you're boring. I mean, you you could be boring. I am, but it, would, it might be. Yeah. Um, this episode is brought to you by NetSuite. So I want to thank the good people at NetSuite. We'll be talking about NetSuite in just a little bit. Jimmy, uh, what we're going to do at the very end of um, of this podcast, I'll just be by myself after the basketball game. You and I are going to uh, be cutting this before uh, the, the basketball game tonight. So I'll try and do a solo one tonight after the game. Hopefully Alabama has a big win. Um, so I'm just going to let you kind of open it up. Uh, first of all, Jaleel Hurley delayed his commitment. Is Does that mean anything? You've been so high on this kid and been talking about it in the podcast about it. You can't wait till he commits to Alabama on Saturday, blah, blah, blah. And now he delays it. Is that a bad thing? Uh, it's a bad thing in just one sense. I think had he committed on, on uh, this upcoming Saturday, it would have been to Alabama. I think Alabama is a strong leader. For Jaleel, it makes a lot of sense. This is a high-quality kid, I think. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I think I inadvertently almost downplayed him on on the last podcast, and and I didn't mean to imply that by any means. I, he, this is a, a super elite kid. I mean, uh, I, I think you'd question whether he's a five star on any networks. I don't believe he is, but he should be, or he could be. I mean, this is a a five star level talent. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a big. Uh, you know, it would be a big deal for Alabama to get him if there's a bad, if, you know, if there's a downside to uh, to, to Jaleel not committing, uh, it's just simply because he was likely to go to Alabama. I think all that's happened is he just wants to enjoy the recruiting process a little longer, uh, maybe go on some visits. Uh, I, I don't think ultimately he's going to sign with anyone else. I mean, I'm st- I still strongly predict Jaleel Hurley will end up at Alabama at some point. You know, if, if if you're prone to worry or prone to negativity, uh, then you can cling to the fact that he was set to commit to Alabama and now he's not. Uh, but if you prefer to be positive, Alabama's still a strong leader. I'm not even sure who would be in second place. I, I think he just wants to enjoy recruiting, and, and it's hard to blame a kid for that. Yeah, I, I think it is too. And, you know, here's the other thing. In this day and age of NIL, I mean, why not wait and see – why not wait and see what other offers you get, like literal offers, not just scholarship <laughs> right. offers. And I know that's technically illegal. It doesn't mean it ain't being done. It is being done. So I think that if – I think all these guys are going to start waiting out now. And, Jimmy, I started thinking about this today. Man, I, I love football. I mean, I, I love uh, keeping up with recruiting. I've loved it for a long time. But I'm going to tell you, if if – I'm going to be shocked if 
if my passion for the sport doesn't wane, if things keep going this way, where there's, there just seems to be zero loyalty. Now, I don't want to sound like the, you know, Grand Torino get off my lawn guy, but man, there's got to be something. There, there's got to be a way we can fix some of this. And this is a real spinoff from the Jaleel Hurley talk, but a way that we can fix this where um, you can't just leave at any time and go anywhere and do anything. There, there's There's got to be something out there uh, there, there's a, a happy medium. And I think part of that is going to include the big boys, the power fives and Notre Dame and a couple of others splitting off and doing their own thing. And then coming up with some rules where they go, look, um, obviously Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Texas, USC have some, uh, built-in advantages. Louisiana, uh, have some built-in advantages, uh, Louisiana state, I should say. Uh, like their states care more about football and they, or they've got so many people that they're going to have better football players. Uh, you know, like I've always said, people try to make things balanced. The state of Wyoming will never, ever, 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 ever have as many good players in one year or in a decade as Florida has in one year, ever, ever. So there's already some inherent disadvantages and advantages, but that they'll maybe come up with a way and say, look, this we got to all agree on this. Now, USC, it it probably benefits you guys that there's just a free-for-all, but it's not great for the sport overall, so y'all got to give us a little bit here. Um, I mean, do you see something like that happening where they say, okay, here's what we're going to do. You're, you have a transfer window now. The month of March is your transfer window or the month of June or the month of November, whatever month it is. Um, there's no more early signing period. I'd get rid of that thing in a heartbeat. I mean, do you have any other ideas that can help this? Because it feels like it's just a, a, a complete tornado of a cluster. <laughs> well, no one's going to listen to me if I did. But I, I do think what's what's going to happen is eventually there's going to be some type of regulation as it relates to NIL. Most likely that's going to come from the U.S. Congress uh, and not the NCAA. Uh, but I do think eventually we will see some level of regulation that comes from, you know, some body that, that says, okay, now this this, this will be the rules uh, that, that, you know, as it relates to NIL. This is what we're going to be doing, uh, you know, as it relates to the transfer portal. I think there will be some modifications to that uh, on the way. Uh, and and, and again, it, hopefully it'll benefit the kids. There already is. I'm not exactly sure what they are, but there already is to some extent, Luke, uh, deadlines as to the portal. I know, for instance, if you want to be eligible to play football next fall, the, the portal closes May 1st. So you, you've got to be in the portal uh, by May 1st or, or you can't uh, be eligible to play uh, football in the fall. So there are some level of rules but they need to be strict, more strict, more defined. Uh, NIL is what really needs to be regulated because that 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 can go really haywire. Um, but you know, basically, you know, I'm not as down on it as as you are. But when I get upset about it, it's it's the complaining about hey, this all came as a result of the complaining. I mean, I I don't think there should have been any changes. Frankly, I think everything was fine. And then, then, then there had to be changes because the kids were being used and abused and, 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 and playing for free and, 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 
and the schools were benefiting uh, from all this free labor and, and all this stuff that's going on. And it's those people that demanded these changes and, and what they're getting now is the unintended consequences of these changes, which is it may be in the long run hurting these kids that, that they were trying to save. Uh, the kids were fine before. If, if kids were being used and abused, how come they were lining up to do it? Uh, you know, you couldn't, you know, kids lined up around the block to play college football at, at a big institution. And uh, instead we had to change all these rules because of the, the you know, the kids being abused. Um, it, it's, it's just nuts. But here we are. Now we have these set of uh, rules, and I use that term loosely, and I'm not sure it's helping the kids. I, I'm, I'm not sure that it is at all. Um, you know, the early signing date has not helped the kids like it was supposed to. Uh, the transfer portal, you, you have hundreds of kids in the portal with no scholarships. I mean, yeah, the transfer portal helps. You know, as usual, all you know, things in place help the big names, the big-time kids, the big-time kids that go in the portal. You know, they, you know, Spencer Rattler, you know, he, he gets a scholarship at South Carolina. He gets to continue to go to school for free and, and in fact, get paid uh, through NIL. But there's hundreds of kids stuck in the portal because we created this way for them to quit. They can easily quit, but it's not explained to them how easy it is to get stuck with no, uh, with no sunshine on the other side. Okay. I'm glad. See, this is what I do. I throw you a morsel and you just run with it like a mofo, and I appreciate it. Um, yeah, you're awesome. Let me tell everybody about uh, NetSuite. NetSuite.com is where you want to go. You know you need them to run your business, to grow your business. It's financial software that will help you. NetSuite, N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E.com. Go check them out, NetSuite.com. This place will help you get your business where you want it to be by using NetSuite. Go to NetSuite.com, check them out, and you will thank us later here at Locked On Bama. All right, Jimmy, let's talk a little bit about uh, some more transfer portal stuff. Um, J.J. Pegues, who Alabama went after pretty hard. I think it came down to Alabama and Auburn. He ends up going to Auburn. He's now leaving Auburn, and he's going to uh, Ole Miss. And I think that's, you know, look, I would, if if he had transferred to Alabama, I'd be down for it. Um, But he's leaving, and he's going to Ole Miss. And I think um, Lane Kiffin will find a very novel, fun way to use somebody of his size and quick feet. Yeah, good player, good prospect. Not sure he was tearing it up at Auburn. If I if I recall correctly, he was sort of a tight end prospect out of high school, and Alabama felt he was more of a defensive lineman, and he didn't want to hear any of that. He wanted to play offense, so he, he signed with Auburn to play offense. And what happened? They moved him to the defensive line because uh, that's where he should be, and that's where he should be playing. Um, he'll probably play quite a bit at Ole Miss. Uh, good player. Ole Miss seems to do better in the portal than they do in high school recruiting. Not sure why, but seems to be the case. Uh, boy, Auburn's had a lot of traffic in and out. I don't know what's going on over there. I, I just know this. Uh, I'm wrong about Auburn more than I'm wrong about the weather, so nobody should take this as gospel. But uh, but today, I look at that Auburn lineup, and uh, I just see a, uh, a team that's going to finish last in the West. And another thing that's kind of interesting, Jalen Moody – has been projected to go to Texas. Of course, transferring from Alabama. Um, Alabama's had a few dudes now transfer to Texas. Jaleel Billingsley. Uh, last year, it was, oh, who was the linebacker? Ben, um, 
Ben Davis. Ben Davis. Yeah. Ben Davis. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's just, and now Jalen Moody could be going there. And see, this, I think some people could see this as a real problem with the transfer portal in the sense that, you know, all these players are going to a, to their old coach and Alabama plays Texas in the second game of the year next year. I don't care. I'm fine with it. Um, only because I know Alabama is going to replace these guys with somebody who's probably a little bit better, but um, I, I can see the issue with that too. So anyway, I just, I thought that was, that's kind of interesting. Oh, no doubt. You know, but one thing, this is what I, I scream about this issue. Cause I get so upset about it is Jalen, if you're leaving Alabama for the sole reason of, look, I'm not going to beat out Toho Toho. I, I'm not even going to beat out Deontay Lawson. He's too good. I, I want to play. I, mean, I want to go somewhere where I'm going to play. Are you sure you're going to play at Texas? I know they have a, I know they're not bowl eligible and they didn't win a bunch of games, but this is a program that recruits at a fairly high level in terms of getting in prospects that are rated highly. I, I have no idea what their depth chart looks like at inside linebacker. I would just like, Jalen, are you sure you're going to play there? Because I can name some pretty good schools, pretty cool places to go where I think I know you would play. I know you would be a starter. Uh, Texas isn't one of those places. So I find that a little odd. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's just the the familiarity. I mean, I think that's what it comes down to. You oh, no know. doubt. So, and again, I'm happy for him. And that's, I have no problem with it in the sense that we have to face dudes that used to be on our team. I mean, okay, I can live with that because we're Alabama and we're on top of the world right now. But if this were, you know, if this is post-Saban or pre-Saban, I may have an issue with it. And so I can see why other people would have an issue with it. Right. Uh, there's just other, even SEC, I mean, he, he might, he might not know people or, or, or be too familiar with it, but I mean, you know, South Carolina is on the upswing. I don't know what they have at inside linebacker. Kentucky plays outstanding defense. I think that would be an interesting place, uh, for him, uh, Missouri, uh, an SEC school that, that probably needs some starters. Moody's a smart kid, maybe Vandy, uh, you know, has a spot for him and he can, he can maybe get some sort of Vandy degree to go along with the, being an SEC starter. I mean, I, I don't know what all he considered or what was available to him. I, I think Moody is an NFL player, a guy that deserves a shot at auditioning for the NFL. He needs to go somewhere where he can start. And, you know, a lot of people thought, well, Texas sucks. Ben Davis will start. No, Ben did. Ben did play. He did play. Uh, he even had two and a half sacks. I saw a stat this year on him. Uh, he had two and a half sacks. Uh, but he had sacks at Alabama, too. I, I'm not sure Ben played as many snaps as Texas as he was playing at Alabama or would have played this past year, considering uh, the injuries Alabama had at outside linebacker. So um, I, I just hope for Moody's sake he's going to a place he can play or I just don't get it at all. If you're going to sit on the bench, why not Why not stay where you're at? And probably win rings versus sitting on the bench and maybe lose to Kansas, I, mean, I guess. Alabama's backups do get drafted. That has happened. I mean, that sounds crazy, but it is true. You do not have to be a starting football player in Alabama to be drafted. We've had a handful of guys that weren't in the starting lineup who got drafted, even one in the first round. I'm not sure Josh Jacobs ever started a game at Alabama. He got drafted in the first round. 
Yeah, you might not. And, and, that's interesting. And when people say, well, people say, well, running back's got a rotation and, and he played. Yeah, yeah, that's all true. But uh, how about Josh Frazier? Never started the game, drafted in the seventh round. Yeah. Interesting. All right, buddy. Um, we'll let you go here. I will take care of the rest after the basketball game tonight. So uh, until tomorrow, roll tide. And it's a prediction. Uh, people are hearing it after, but uh, I think Alabama wins tonight. If I'm wrong, make fun of me on the next show. But uh, I think Alabama wins uh, tonight as we record this. You guys will already know the outcome when you're listening. You going to make a score prediction or are you just going to say that? Nah, Alabama wins and uh, shoots well. I'll, I'll say the score. Uh, LSU plays really good defense, though. Uh, how about Alabama 76, LSU 70? Okay, I'm down with it. Alabama would even cover in that scenario. All right, buddy. We'll talk tomorrow. Roll Tide.